Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 52. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I hope you loved last week's conversation with Jen Rogers from Bold and Blended Stepmoms, all about decluttering relationships that no longer serve you and creating boundaries around the ones you want or need to keep. The question she asked that continues to stick with me is, what do I want to say about myself after I have this interaction? I have been thinking about this a lot, especially with how I interact with my husband and my kids. My boys just started school and the days have been kind of long for them. And while they hold it together really well at school, they feel safe at home. And that's usually when those big emotions come out. Maybe you're going through that right now too. The hours between 4 and 7 p.m. are the hardest in my house. But if you're also feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, scatterbrained, and frazzled, that combination can cause your home to feel chaotic and stressful. That's what we're going to tackle today, because it may be that because you're believing these five misconceptions about decluttering, you're staying stuck in overwhelm, and that is spilling out to how you are treating your spouse or your kids. And my goal with today's episode is to open your eyes to how things could be different so you can recognize where you might be stuck and move past these misconceptions with confidence. And as always, I'm cheering you on every step of the way. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. I have a very exciting announcement to share. Starting September 5th, I am moving to two episodes a week. I will have my 15-minute solo episodes on Tuesdays and my 30-ish minute interviews on Thursdays. I hope that you are excited about me being in your earbuds a little bit more often as I want to help as many women as possible overcome the overwhelm that they are facing. Also, we are just finishing up some systems training in the free Facebook group. So far, we've covered to-dos, cleaning, and paper. So if you want to join in the fun and learn the exact systems I use in my home, just go to tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Okay, mama, I'm coming in hot with these five misconceptions. We are going to start with the number one thing that you are all struggling with or at least from what I hear in the Facebook group of almost 200 mamas just like you. I don't have the time to declutter. I don't have the time. If my husband and kids could just leave me alone for like two, maybe three days, I could just knock everything out. 
But that's never going to happen in this season of life. And since I don't have an entire weekend to devote to this, I'm just not going to start. Does that sound familiar to you? Well, I am happy to poke holes in this misconception big time because in my free group and even in my coaching, I remind you that every little bit helps. Everything you throw away, donate, put back into its home, it is lightening your emotional and mental load. It is positively impacting your health. Make sure you listen to episode eight for all the science behind clutter. It is also changing generational patterns for your kids because they will be seeing a healthier relationship with stuff. It all matters every single minute, every single thing. The all or nothing approach to decluttering or anything else in life is really dangerous because it prevents us from taking small steps towards our goal. I read this book called Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg, and he wrote about wanting to start a habit of flossing his teeth. So he started with one tooth. Yep, one tooth. Most people would say, that's ridiculous, what's the point? But taking the smallest possible action helps you realize that you can do that small thing, you gain confidence, and can move on to the next thing. So yes, if you have five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, you have the time to declutter. And if you don't know where to start or need motivation, come to the Facebook group or listen to episode five, where I go through where and how to start decluttering. I say this in love, no more excuses, mama. Okay, that leads us into misconception number two. A decluttered home needs to look a certain way and I'm never going to get there. So what's the point of even trying? The picture perfect clutter-free home. Let me ask, where is that picture coming from? Home makeover shows on HGTV? Influencers on Instagram? What you perceive other moms' homes look like? Are you imagining that right now I'm sitting in my immaculate home recording this with my doting husband and well-behaved children upstairs playing nicely with one toy on the floor that they're kindly sharing with each other? No. When you have this unrealistic, perfectionistic view of what your home should be, you procrastinate on doing anything because you know it won't live up to the perfect picture in your head. That keeps you stuck until you break out of that mindset. What you keep and what you declutter all depends on what matters to you and your family. Check out episode three. You define what matters and you make decisions on that. If you want to have 100 coffee mugs and you love them and you use them all, great. No judgment here. Right now, my main floor is a Lego lab where my kids keep Legos out all the time. They have a defined space, but within that space, it's pretty chaotic. But you know what? It's the main thing they play with and the rest of the house is tidy. So I'm okay with that since it aligns with our family values. So now that we've kicked those misconceptions to the curb, let's move right along to number three. Clutter-free living is a final destination. Ah, yes, wouldn't it be lovely if you could reach that magical land called clutter-free and the sun's shining, the birds are singing, and we're happy all the time? Well, Mama, I will tell you that as you declutter, and it will be different layers as you move from that low-hanging fruit of easier decisions to the harder ones, like aspirational or sentimental items, shout out to episodes 10 and 11 about those, you will eventually get to a place where you have in your home what you need, use, and love And believe me, it's a great feeling. You aren't spending all your time and energy managing your stuff, but it doesn't make it a final destination. As long as you and the people you live with are growing and changing, there's gonna be a flow of things in and out of your home. Kids are gonna grow out of clothes. They'll change their interests. You may change yours. 
A clutter-free life is a sustainable lifestyle where you're making decisions about what you bring into your home and what you keep based upon what matters most. So embrace it as such rather than thinking, if only I could get there, I'll be happy. It's a lifelong process, but once you get through those initial layers, it gets so much more easy to manage. So take heart and remember, I'm here for the coaching and accountability that you need. Okay, misconception number four, I just need to get more organized. Have you ever said this? I just have to get more bins. Oh, look, Costco's having a sale on bins. That's the answer to all my problems. No, my dear friend, it is not. I want you to think about your fridge for a moment. You open it up and there's the milk you bought yesterday. Great, that's supposed to be there. But then you have the questionable leftovers, expired mayonnaise, moldy strawberries, and the slimy spinach. You said you were gonna be making salads and green smoothies every day, you just never did. If you have an organized first attitude, you're just gonna move things around in your fridge And let's put like with like. So let's put the produce, like the moldy strawberries with the slimy spinach. Maybe I just need a condiment basket in here to organize things. Uh, But what about the moldy gross stuff in your fridge? Shouldn't you take that out first? Of course. But when it comes to our non-perishable stuff, we think that organizing first is what we need to do. Meanwhile, that clutter is impacting our health. Literally the mold that is making us sick and it's still there. So remember, you don't need more bins, you need less stuff. Is your mind blown right now? I'm thinking of that mind blown emoji. (laughs) Do you feel like that? Well, take heart because I have one more misconception to blow through and then we're gonna talk about what to do next. Misconception number five is that you need to ask yourself if something sparks joy when you're deciding whether to keep it. Now, Marie Kondo seems like an extremely sweet woman and mama. She's a cultural icon, especially in the minimalism and organization space. And back in January 2023, when it was revealed that she was, quote, giving up on keeping things tidy, perhaps she seemed a little bit more relatable. By the way, episode 22 is all about what she actually gave up on. So check that out when you get the chance. So here's the deal. Because of Marie Kondo's influence, moms have this misconception that they have to pick everything up that they own, hold it in their hands, and ask themselves if it sparks joy. And who has time for that when you have little people demanding your attention and you have a million other things to do? I just imagine myself going into my closet and taking out a shirt. Meanwhile, my kids are yelling, mommy, mommy, what are you doing, mommy? What's going on, mommy? What are you doing? And in return, I yell, be quiet. I'm figuring out whether this sparks joy. That doesn't seem very joyful, does it? There are plenty of other questions that can help you get to the root of whether it makes sense to keep something or let it go. And in episode 24, I go through four very kind of unorthodox questions that can really help you make decluttering decisions more effectively. Also, I have a freebie I'm going to share in the show notes. In addition to all of these episodes I'm mentioning today, which is called 50 Questions Minimalist Ask. It's my most popular freebie. I have questions to ask yourself as you declutter, before you buy something, and much more. So check it out. So to recap, misconceptions about decluttering are keeping you stuck in overwhelm, and I want more for you. I want you to experience the freedom that comes from letting go of what doesn't serve you and living a full, clutter-free life. So let's start by kicking these misconceptions to the curb along with our clutter, okay? Let's review quickly. Misconception number one, 
I don't have the time to declutter. Number two, a decluttered home has to look this way and I'm never going to get there. Number three, clutter-free living is a final destination. Number four, I just need to get more organized. And number five, I need to ask myself, does it spark joy in order to declutter the right way? Now that you're realizing the truth about your stuff and what you need to declutter, I have a request. Do yourself a favor and join our Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. And if you need additional support with one of these misconceptions you just can't shake, let's get on a free 10 minute clarity call. We can tackle your biggest mindset block. And if you want in the future, we can work one-on-one either virtually or in person to do decluttering coaching. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend who would benefit from these tips. Remember, next week we're starting two episodes a week. Yay! I'll see you on Tuesday where we'll be talking about developing sustainable cleaning systems that work for you in this season of motherhood. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.